Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Jackson from the gun. Looks to his right now. Runs right up the middle. Gets to the 10. Steps to the 5. Into the end zone. Touchdown, Ravens. Gus Edwards with the block that freed him up. And the Ravens take the lead on a 15-yard touchdown run by Lamar Jackson. I thought Lamar was going to play great, but he's played great all year, you know, and, uh, and just now it's, it's more important than ever. Uh, he's been locked in from day one. Uh, that's his term, and, uh, and we've all kind of ran with it. He's directed this whole thing, but like he said, we got, we got more work to do. He's highly intelligent. He understands what you're asking him to do and what you're allowing him to do and when the situation presents that. That's probably as much as anything. He's embraced wanting to do that. Not every quarterback wants that. Not every quarterback wants that on their plate and be empowered to change a play at the line of scrimmage or to put themselves out there where now they made the decision. You heard the Lamar Jackson touchdown against the Texans, and then you heard Harbs and Todd Munkin talking about Lamar Jackson, and Lamar Jackson was awesome in the second half of that win over the Texans. He's going to win the MVP, and he got good news today. The Ravens, everybody was on the practice field today, all 53 players. Plus, the Ravens activated Mark Andrews for Sunday's game as we are 49 hours away from kickoff. Yeah, it's all systems go. Um, this is the a dream script. Um, look, if you're Lamar Jackson and, and you've accomplished what he has already, there's not that many plateaus to still go to. There's not that much uncharted territory. This is certainly it. First championship game in this town since 71. Facing the defending champions, check. Facing certainly the best quarterback in the NFL since Tom Brady, you know, waned, and a guy who might go down as the best to ever do it, check. Kansas City Chiefs team that isn't winning by scoring 55 points, but actually is winning with defense. So it's not like he's facing one of these Mahomes teams in years past where it's like, you know, Oh, well, Lamar put up 35, but everybody put up 30 on the Chiefs. You know, like, it's not that. It's an elite defense with Steve Spagnuolo coordinating at a super high level. Check. You know, first trip to the Super Bowl on the line. Check. Like, it's a dream scenario. And he has risen to every challenge and shattered expectations, and his expectations are super high from week to week to week. And, And look, this team. Is seven and two with Lamar Jackson against playoff teams. They're five and one at home with Lamar Jackson playing. Remember, he obviously didn't play week eighteen against Pittsburgh. The only loss that game against Cleveland. 
They've put up 25 or more points in all five of those home games against playoff opponents, and they've put up 31 or more in five of their six home games against playoff op- uh, opponents. Lamar Jackson's passer rating at home, regular season and playoffs this season, 113.3. 70% completions, 9.1 yards per attempt, 16 touchdowns, four interceptions. He's being blitzed 35% of the time. It is not phasing him. And we also know this time of year how the legs are activated. And he has run for 100 yards or more in three of his last four playoff games. The only playoff game he's played he hasn't run for at least 54 yards was the one in Buffalo that didn't finish because of a concussion. It is all sitting there for him. And I have no doubt, guys, that he will seize the moment. Will it be enough ultimately to get one more point to Patrick Mahomes? We'll find out. But I believe Lamar Jackson will meet the moment. I definitely agree. And this is a legacy game for him. I mean, if he wins, gets to his first Super Bowl, takes down the Chiefs, that's building on your legacy. This guy has every individual accolade that you can think of. Going back to his time at college, he's got the Heisman. He's got MVPs. He's got Pro Bowls, all pros. He has all of that, the big contract. Now it's time to get to a Super Bowl, and it's right out there in front of him. And you're facing this Chiefs defense that likes to blitz. Like you mentioned, Jason, they're seventh in blitz percentage. But since the bye week, Lamar's been fantastic against the blitz, according to next-gen stats. 39 for 61 passing, five touchdowns, zero interceptions. I think Lamar is going to have a, a heck of a performance. Here's the crazy thing. These are the these are the Chiefs, and the Chiefs have basically taken over the villain role from the Patriots, and they're in the AFC Championship game every year. But you can make the argument that this year the Ravens' offense is better than the Chiefs. You can make the argument the Chiefs, the Ravens' defense is better than the Chiefs. The Ravens will have home field advantage. The Ravens have the the presumptive MVP, and I think it's hard to argue against. They're the healthier team coming into this game. Well, there is no argument. To counter that to this point, in every football game played to this point in this NFL season, and there's only three that have not yet to be played, the Ravens are the best football team in the NFL. Yes. Like, there isn't a counter-argument to that. They faced a legitimate schedule. They slayed every dragon. When they had hiccups, they were often of their own doing, uh, and they would respond to that the following week with authority. They, ha- they are historically significant in their point differential against winning teams, and they have the... As of right now, the best scoring differential ever against playoff teams. Now, that doesn't guarantee you that you win this game against this Patrick Mahomes-Andy Reid thing. That's 13-3 and in the playoffs. But there, there is no denying their unique brilliance to this point. They've got to do it for eight more quarters. We're talking all week long about Patrick Mahomes' greatness in the postseason, Travis Kelsey's greatness in the postseason, this defense, the best defense that Mahomes has ever played with. But you know what they're talking about in Kansas City? God, we got to play the Ravens. You know, like this is a very complete team. Lamar Jackson is going to get his second MVP. The Ravens defense, uh, historic in the fact, leading the NFL in takeaways, sacks, and points per game. Yeah, the Chiefs have to play the Ravens, and and the Ravens have passed every single test with flying colors this year down the stretch, going to San Francisco, taking on the Dolphins for the one seed at that time, blowing them both out. They have the most wins in the history of the NFL against winning teams in the regular season. The Ravens have passed every test. 
they're the test. Yeah, both teams that are playing for the NFC title game, the Ravens boat raced them this year. Uh, the Ravens boat raced the Texans in the playoffs last week. They are beating the crap out of good teams. So, like, you, you, I th- I've seen from some people, and I think there's a little more to it than that, but some people are saying if the Ravens just don't make mistakes, they're going to win this game because they're just too good right now. You buy that. Well, when they've lost this year, again, it's been their own doing. It's been drops. It, it's been um, – there's a difference between a turnover and, I think, like a turnover of neglect. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes a, there's a weird bounce. Uh, something fluky happens on special teams. They had tor- turnovers of commission. They were involved in knowing I've got to wrap up here. I can't let somebody – of course, if I'm running in the open field – and five defenders are chasing me, they're going to try to punch the ball out. Like, dropping wide-open touchdown passes. Yes. Like, these these are the types of sins that have kept them from, honestly, they're far closer to have having had a perfect season than they are to having a mediocre one. They're far closer to having a perfect season than they were an 11-win season or a 10-win season. Yeah. That's just been how it goes. We know the second half of Cleveland. We know that Colts game where an early Kenyon Drake fumble turned the tide, right? And you had Tucker not quite being Tucker, and you had a special teams miscue, and should he field the ball? Shouldn't Zay Jones, uh, Zay Flowers field the ball? And you had, you know, and you had a Pittsburgh game where you had six drops, including three touchdown passes. Those are that, you know, those are the real losses. You played a fake game week eighteen against Pittsburgh. That's it. We've been doing this for four months. That's it. Those are the, I'm using air quotes, blemishes. Yeah. Because in the grand scheme of things, those are minimal blemishes. We have a huge Friday show set up for you. We are live at Maryland Live Hotel and Casino. We're in the FanDuel Sportsbook coming out and see us. Guest-wise, it's a Friday. Our friend Ariel Epstein at 3 o'clock. Actually, before that, Melissa Kim. She's at the castle today. She joins us at 2.30. Not one, but two segments from Ultimate Football mm. Guy Bobby DePaul at 5 o'clock. Governor Westmore is going to join us at the end of the show. And there could be a couple of Ravens surprises yes. during the show as well. A couple of very prominent former Ravens will be hanging out here uh, doing a meet and greets and signing some autographs here at the uh, casino. So they may hop on up with us as well. But obviously, it's the ultimate purple festi- Festivus Friday or the second to most ultimate potential yeah. Baltimore Friday Festivus football celebration. And we're going to break this game down every way possible and get you guys all geared up for a huge weekend in Baltimore sports. Coming up next, hey, Bone was coming out of the restroom here at Maryland Live. Oh, and some guy came up to again? him said, you guys act doing X Nobody factors? said anything to me. when well, I, I must have been a different bathroom yeah, yeah, than me. Well, yeah. It happened to you at Horseshoe. Yes, right? it did. Not in it the bathroom. Did. Yeah. Well, there Still was happened. a bathroom nearby. Yes, there was yeah, a bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was well, on my way to a bathroom. Yes. Yeah, so, hey. We bring the people what they want. It's X-Factors next here on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink think what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's what you hearing. It's what you hearing. Listen. It's what you hearing. Listen. It's what you hearing. Listen. That's an X factor. X don't give it to you. Thanks, Harbs. We are live at the FanDuel Sportsbook, Maryland Live Hotel and Casino, and it is X-Factor time for the AFC title game. Let's start on the offensive side of the ball. And and this is a little tease for my six-pack of bowl predictions later, but I have Isaiah Likely as an X-Factor. I kind of feel like Mark Andrews is going to be more of a decoy than anything else on Sunday. Well, look, this this is not only the playoffs. This is the first home AFC championship game in this city since 1971. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's time to step up the X-Factor game. So, no, it is not Mark Andrews. It is Ravens 12 personnel efficiency in the red zone. Mm. That's the X-Factor. How Ooh. much of it do we see? What percentage of Mark Andrews' reps end up being third down or red zone? Are they both getting vertical? Or is one running more is 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 it likely more for the RPOs, but maybe Andrews running those seam routes and those crossers fifteen yards downfield when you're in the high red zone? Yes, I think that dynamic is certainly an X factor. And Steve Spagnolo doesn't have any film on it since week really week ten because yeah. likely didn't feature in the one drive against the Bengals that Andrews did, and they only were on the field together eleven percent of the time the first eleven weeks of the season. So yes, that's an X factor. Yeah, you got likely Ken. I got Mark Andrews. I mean, he's the ultimate X factor. How many snaps is he going to play? What is he going to look like? How are they going to use him? Like you were saying, Jason, third downs, red zone. Heck, I'll be honest, I sprinkle a little uh, cheddar on some anytime touchdown for Mark Andrews. Ooh, the, odds sure. are pre- the odds are pretty good, fellas. He has six touchdowns, and I, you know he's Lamar Jackson's go-to guy. So, what is Mark Andrews? He's the ultimate X factor in this game for me. Other offensive player, I'm going to call an audible because I'm changing mine as I think about Ooh. it. Uh, Kevin Zeitler. Uh, I, I, he's going to be out there, but he ain't 100. percent And I just wonder because he's going to have to help out on Chris Jones when he's inside. How he holds up in this football game? Uh, for me, this is a huge Pat Ricard game, and we're going to ask Ultimate Football Guy Bobby DePaul about this at five o'clock in his advanced scouting breakdown. Um, the Chiefs are superb defensively against the pass in almost every aspect except when there is a fullback on the field. Um, and when the personnel packages are a little heavier, that secondary, which is a little light, tends to suffer. And I think Pat Ricard's going to be on the field a ton because guess what? You can also run the ball pretty good on the Chiefs 
out of heavy personnel. But me specifically will be, what are their offensive efficiencies throwing the ball with Patrick Ricard on the field? And will that get them to lean into more first down play action passes under center with Ricard on the field? Only attempted one last week. I still think they come out this week and the first play of the game might be under center play action deep shot. Justice Hill is a big X factor for me, and I think that this could be a very big Justice Hill game. We've talked all week long about the Chiefs' uh, run defense as well as, but also, Jason, you outlined how much they struggle in terms of defending running backs out of the backfield. What is it, 34 targets in the last four games or 26 something? 26 catches. Yeah, it's crazy. That's crazy. So Justice Hill. Five-plus running back receptions in six of the last seven games against them. And Justice Hill's prop two and a half. You can get serious uh, plus money on that. So week, Justice Hill, I think, is going to have a good game uh, on Sunday. Anybody else on the offense? Um, I have Lamar Jackson, but specifically Lamar Jackson's mindset against the Blitz. You can't give away a half against the Texans like you did the Chiefs. He's got to pick up. You can't do it against yeah. the, the Chiefs wait, like you wait, did the you. Texans. Wait, wait, no. Like, you've got to embrace the hots right away. Like, there's no doubt in my mind that Spagnuolo, I don't know if he's going to blitz 72% of the first sure. half like like, like uh, D'Amico Ryans did, but they are going to see where Lamar is Lamar trying to Hit three-point shots, or is he going to take the layups against the Blitz? Bam! From the first drive on. Defense. Uh, I'll start with uh, Travis Jones, who played his rear end off against Houston. He's actually been playing really well down the stretch. And Isaiah Pacheco is a challenge. Uh, I'm looking at Travis Jones on Sunday. Travis Jones is an X factor for me. There's no doubt in my mind that if Mike McDonald plays this game the way he wants to, he can get Travis Jones on the field 57% of the time like last week. But... If they're not holding up against the run, then we know one of the first substitutions that's going to be made there, right? Travis Jones is coming off, and Broderick Washington's coming on. Um, Can Travis Jones perform well enough on early downs to play the kind of volume he played last week? Um, And, yes, he's got some inside pass rush, and anybody next to Justin Matabike right now has a pretty good shot at doing something because Justin Matabike is obviously wrecking games. I'm with you on Travis Jones. I want to see an angry Broderick Washington on Sunday. Oh, I don't want to see (laughs) much Broderick Washington. I think Brody, look, he didn't play many snaps last week because the Texans had zero success running the football. I don't think that that's going to be the case Sunday against the Chiefs. So when Broderick Washington plays on Sunday, he's got to step up his game. I mean, he got the contract extension prior to the season. We need an angry Brody on Sunday. Oh, man, get back to the days of (laughs) – beaten things and let inanimate block. objects and hey my other you called mark andrews the ultimate x factor kyle hamilton is the ultimate yep. x factor because he can do so many things that beats the other team and is he going to be on travis kelsey the whole time is he going to be blitzing is he going to be deep third i'm curious to see how mike mcdonald uses uh kyle hamilton sunday yeah i kind of feel like we know the Swiss Army knife that Kyle Hamilton is. My last X factor on defense is Adafi Owe. If you look at Adafi Owe's career, at times he has gotten off against suspect tackles. And let's face it, Van Noy and Clowney have played a lot of football. And if the Ravens are able to score the way they're used to at home, then there will be pressure on Kansas City to throw the ball in the second half. Can Adafi Owe, we saw him do it at home against Kansas City yeah. in prime time a couple of years back. Can he be a factor in the second half Forcing the end of one drive with a tip pass, with a sack, with a pressure. 
Can, can he show up two or three times in the course of this game to help get Patrick Mahomes off the field? Because let's face it, when you're talking about their most athletic defensive ends, he's in a class of his own from athleticism. And obviously Patrick Mahomes, when we know Clowney's problem getting guys down, Clowney's problem sometimes finishing the job, can only finish the job once or twice. Yeah, I'm with you as well, Ken. I got Kyle Hamilton. Look, you can have him week in and week out during this X-Factor segment. But the fact is, Patrick Mahomes' go-to guy, Travis Kelsey. Now, is he going to line up opposite Kelsey the entire game? No, you're not going to play man the entire game against Mahomes because then he's going to hurt you with his legs. But I do expect Kyle Hamilton to see a lot of Travis Kelsey and how that matchup goes could determine how this game goes. Jason, any Chiefs? I've got one more Raven, Jordan Stout. Can't oh, happen. Got to be better. Cannot happen, man. We need. I know it was cold last week. We we need more hang time. We need more velocity. Uh, 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 we need more depth. And and you got to kick it to the right side when it's directional. Uh, for the Chiefs, yes, Chris Jones could still be a game wrecker. And look, we we Zeitler's beat up. John Simpson's had a really nice season. He's John Simpson. Yeah. And Morgan Moses in pass protection has been a problem. Chris Jones will travel and find matchups. I think the second tight end, Noah Gray, could pop up here and do some things, especially in the red zone. And we know the Ravens have had issues even against mundane tight ends in certain quadrants of the field. And then the other one for me, we haven't talked about him all week, is Clyde Edwards-Alaire, who is their speed back. The Baltimore Ravens struggled defending runs out of shotgun. Since week 13, they allow 5.3 per carry, 28th in the league, 21st in EPA, defending shotgun runs. Sometimes it's Pacheco on those draws and the delayed stuff inside, but the outside stuff out of the gun is Edwards Alaire. And he had a couple big runs last week. If this game's as close as I think it is, him having a couple 15, 20-yard runs could be a problem. Coming up next, Ravens getting done their last day of media availability at the Castle. It was a packed house out there from what I saw. While Melissa Kim was among the packed house, she was out there talking to the team. She joins us next here on The Fan. We're closing in on 48 hours till kickoff of the AFC Championship game, a game you can hear right here on 105.7 The Fan after Baltimore Game Day Uncensored, live from the Horseshoe Casino, myself and Bob Haney, hour one, and then Tim Barbalay, finished Serato, and Mike Preston, hours two and three. But joining us now on the WGK Law guest hotline, she'll be hosting the post-game show, hopefully talking about a trip to the Super Bowl. She's been out at the castle today. It's Melissa Kim, and Melissa, good afternoon. Thank you as always for joining us. Ravens wrapped up their final day of media availability and everybody on the practice field today, correct? Gold stars all around. It was like a perfect day today. You know, obviously a perfect attendance. The weather, I mean, the guys were like, oh my gosh, this weather. It feels so nice. Daniel Fa'alele, I talked to him in the locker room afterwards. And he was smiling. He, he's always smiling. But he was smiling real big today. And I was like, what? You're so happy today. He's like, I mean, the vitamin D, the weather, the sun. He's like, how can you not be happy today? So perfect vibes all around here in Owings Mills. Uh, Melissa, you sound fired up as well yeah. for the AFC Championships. We all are. Look, look. Melissa, I'm flocking You're... it down quietly right <laughs> now. I've been he flocking it all morning. Bad. I can't wait. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, Melissa, the big news, Mark Andrews getting activated to the 53-man roster. Uh, what are your expectations for him on Sunday? Look, I think that there's a reason why he didn't play last week, right? And I think he said, you know, when we asked him last week about the possibilities of him playing last Sunday, uh, Saturday, he said, 
you know, if not, if he doesn't play, he'll be ready. He'll be ready for the AFC Championship game. And my expectations, I think, look, this is an all-pro tight end here. I know there's been some discussion on the social medias about, like, oh, do you really change a whole lot with what's been working with Isaiah Likely? I think last week I would have said that because Mark was a little, like, iffy. But, I mean, he's activated. That obviously means they're confident in how he's been recovering and his rehabilitation. And, I mean, look, I actually asked him in the locker room today, Isaiah Likely said a couple weeks ago, you know, the possibilities are endless. The limit does not exist for Mean Girl fans out there when it comes to Mark Andrews and Isaiah Likely on the field with the way that Isaiah's been playing these last couple of weeks. So I asked Mark, what do you think about the possibilities of, like, you know, two tight end sets, which we know that um, Todd Munkin, offensive coordinator Todd Munkin, loves. He ran a lot of those at Georgia. And he was like, he smiled for a couple times and he was like, it's dangerous. So, and he's like, we know what the possibilities are. We know, like, what Isaiah and I are capable of. And I think that that kind of goes true to what we'll see on the field on Sunday. And you can tell the locker room is so jubilant that he's back. Like, while he was in this media scrum of, like, the 8,000 people that were here this week, you know, Isaiah Likely, when he walked back a couple of times, like, he was like, oh, my God, Mark Andrews. Oh, my God, Mark Andrews. And then, like, you hear, like, Arthur Millette as he's walking by saying, like, he's back. And, like, Morgan Moses was like, yeah, let's go, Mark. You know, so you can tell the locker room mood is definitely a little bit more up now that Mark Andrews officially has been activated off of IR. Um, this is the time of year where, not that football doesn't always dominate the landscape in this country, right, but it becomes even more cultural, even before yeah. Taylor Swift was swag surfing. Um, <laughs> we talked on this show about Aiden Hutchinson and him maybe being a guy who goes from really well-known among football fans to, like, crossing mm-hmm. over a little bit if he keeps getting two sacks a game. I kind of feel like yep. on the AFC side, Kyle Hamilton could be that kind of guy. Like, the yep. kind of, you know, if, if he does this job on Kelsey, and I don't think he'll be locked up on him exclusively, but we know that he can show up in all quadrants of the field the way mm-hmm. he's being deployed now. How fired up do you think he is to meet this moment? Oh, I think he's absolutely ready. It's so funny when you see Kyle Hamilton at these press conferences, you talk to him in the locker room. He's like the most chill human being, like, you know, on the field or, uh, you know, in real life and stuff. But then he completely turns into a different human being. He's like an assassin, like, on the field. You know, he's definitely, absolutely, Jason, he is a playmaker for sure. I know we have he, he has been the, the last three months, absolutely. two months. I've, I have Thank said Jason. that from day one. From day yeah. one, I said that Kyle Hamilton is a freaking playmaker for sure. And so I think that, yeah, I mean, notoriety if already. I mean, I think Kyle has quietly, be getting a, quietly been getting a lot more national attention uh-huh. this season, especially with how he's been playing, like without doubt. And, yeah, could he make a crossover into whatever else? I mean, look, uh, I think that there are a lot of people curious as to see, like, how that's, what that matchup is going to work out. But, yeah, I mean, you could tell this week a lot of people wanted to talk to him. He's definitely – I think – he, for sure, if you want to call Lamar Jackson the MVP of the offense, I think Kyle Hamilton is the MVP of the defense. We're speaking to Melissa Kim. It's Inside Access on the fan. Melissa, what's your biggest key for a Ravens win on Sunday? If the Ravens do this, they're going to the Super Bowl. Well, two, I, two things. We'll have one A and one B. One A is Lamar Jackson. I think without a doubt, Lamar Jackson, he's shown this season how much he's grown up, how much he's matured, how much he's developed into this quarterback that can stay in the pocket, that can throw those big deep balls, the poise, the patience. You know, I think that that is one big factor for this game. The other big factor 
is containing Patrick Mahomes for that for the deep for the Ravens defense. And I've heard guys talk about it all week. Brent Urban mentioned today. I talked to Malik Harrison about it earlier in the week with Odafe Owe too. I mean, the fact that you got to contain him because he is one of those guys that can extend plays, that can you know make those like Lamar Jackson can make those magical magical plays happen. And I think that. A lot of the guys, you know, a lot of the guys have told me the fact that we go against Lamar Jackson every single day is obviously super useful in this sense because Mahomes is like that. Um, I think that those two things, those two factors, are what is going to lead to a Ravens win on Sunday. All right, Melissa, let's let's go to the other side of the coin. What what happens in this game for us to be all crying in our beers Sunday night? <laughs> if my- Nobody's going to be crying in their beers. Don't even say that. Oh, but if it God. were to happen, I think Mahomes is going to light it up. You know, I think that that is going to be the, the biggest factor. I think, um, I mean, he's he's the catalyst, right, for that offense. I think that Mahomes is going to be the factor um, if, if it were to go the other way, which it won't be. But, yes. How interested, we've talked a lot this week about Mark Andrews and his role, and we've talked some about, you know, the other guy coming back, Marlon Humphrey, but, like, Ronald Darby's coming off a great game, and Brandon mm-hmm. Stevens is clearly the best, stickiest cover corner on this team, and Marlon has shined in the slot before, but even Arthur Millette's playing well. Like, do you think it's automatic that Marlon is in there every snap like normal, or could this be a little bit different of a no. rotation than he's used to? I think I think it'll be a different bit of a rotation, you know, because mm-hmm. he's been dealing with that nagging injury for, for quite some time. I do expect him to play. But, um, I mean, again, that has been such a staple of this this entire team this season, the depth that they've been able to create. And early on in the season, when I was, uh, I was talking to uh, Geno Stone and Patrick Queen, and they were saying, we all take the same snaps at practice. We all get the same work in. We all should be expected to play like starters when we're out there on the field. So... Um, in that sense, I think the depth has really played an important role for this team when you mentioned guys like, well, Brenton is a start, obviously, but then like guys like Ronald Darby, you know, I think that they've really come up huge, but then that they expect that of themselves. And I think that's been such a staple of this team. Well, Melissa, the football game's cool and all, but T-Pain's playing at half. Uh-huh. What was your favorite T-Pain song? Oh, there's so many. I love T-Pain, okay? First of all, if you guys haven't seen, like, I know he's, like, the king of the auto-tune and, like, whatever. But if no, you, he like, can look, sing. I'm like, oh, no, I've seen that. Have you seen the videos on, like, TikTok and Instagram of him, like, belting out, like, Tennessee whiskey and stuff like that? He is legit. Yeah, yeah he's um, incredible, I, yeah. Yeah, I'm. I listen. Nobody was more excited than me and Jeff Zerebeck. That's a joke. Uh, when yes. we heard that <laughs> T-Pain was going to be the halftime show. Um I mean, I like I like the classics. Like, buy you a drink is like great. Um, that's probably one of my ultimate. Like, you know, I always get hyped like when that song comes on. Um, what about I'm in not, love I'm, with the stripper? Chopped and screwed. Chopped and screwed. Is that an old one? Chopped and screwed. I know I'm on a boat. Listen, huh? I know I'm on a boat. That's a T-Pain. Lonely Island. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, I'm on a boat. There's so many good classics. That's the thing. Like, when these guys come to perform, like, when these artists come to perform, you don't realize, like, how big their repertoire is. I remember I saw, like, Nelly in concert, like, a couple of years ago or at a halftime something. And, like, I was like, oh, wow, I forgot that Nelly had, like, all these, like, really, really great bangers. Like, you know? Yeah. So, um, Air, Air yeah, no, I think wants. it's going to be an insane game, I think. I mean, how much more hyped up do you need this? Do you need this fan base in the stadium to be bringing, like you know, Ed Reed and Ray Lewis and Jonathan Ogden, Michael Phelps? I mean, you know, the 
the entire cast of characters that can really fire up this cut. I mean, literally, Ebony Bank, I think, is going to explode once they introduce Ed and Ray, for sure. So I'm pretty excited. I mean, you walk around town. Like, you know, I live downtown, and everybody, my entire, like, neighborhood is decked out in Raven stuff and purple. And, you know, you can tell, too, with all the media attention that's been here this week. There's been, you know, media from, like, Germany and Canada and I was talking to some of the guys about it this week about the international media because Kyle Hamilton and I were talking about, like, we bet, we're hoping, we're betting that, like, you know, Korean media might be here next week, too, which would be cool for us. But, um, yeah, it's definitely a lot of attention on this team right now. So prediction time, Melissa. Uh, what do you see happening Sunday? I, I mean, it's going to be close. I don't think there's any doubt in that. But I'm going to give the Ravens the win by a touchdown. Oh, oh that's, that's cover. That's not Mo- that close. Melissa Kim, thank you as always for your time. <laughs> Enjoy yourself, and we will see you. I'll see you on Sunday. Yes, and flock down tonight. Don't forget. Oh, yeah, flock down. Yeah, sorry. Tim. I am remiss to mention. I'm doing it. He's doing it. He's doing it. Little known fact. People, people at the FanDuel Sportsbook here at Maryland Live Hotel and Casino have been staring at him because he's been yeah, doing the flock down dance the whole segment. segment. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Thank you, guys. Yes, Melissa Kim. Also, don't forget, flock down tonight at 7. After a very special BFD BFD, Bone Overdrive from the casino. Yes. He'll be gambling while talking Ravens on Bone (laughs) Overdrive. And then uh, Baltimore Game Day Center postgame after the game, which you can hear right here on 105.7 The Fan Westwood One's coverage Mm. of the game, right here on The Fan. Coming up next, the ultimate chess match. It's the best defense. Defense and one of the top defensive coordinators in all of football, Mike McDonald, against a brilliant offensive mind, Andy Reid. How do we see this going? We'll tell you next here on the fan. Inside access. They, they do a great job. Like I said, Mike, it, it's the scheme in which he's added his touch to uh, with the group there. And so they've got multiple fronts, multiple coverages. They execute them well. A lot, of the, a lot of the teams that try to do a lot uh, don't do it as well as this group does. So not only are the players listening, and, but they're being taught the right things. And, and they're able to go out and perform at a high level. That is Andy Reid, head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs, talking about Mike McDonald and his defense. And Mike McDonald's defense is the best in the NFL. It's the first one in modern football history to lead the National Football League in sacks, turnovers, and scoring defense. And it's got the challenge of facing Patrick Mahomes and that offense that is essentially led by Andy Reid. Uh, This is going to be quite the chess match on Sunday. It is. Um, And we've seen Mike McDonald shut down certain family trees. He hasn't faced this Andy Reid one. As much as the Shanahan-McVay one, he did face one of Reed's uh, uh, acolytes, uh, Doug Peterson, Mm -hmm. in the Jacksonville game and did a really nice job there. Um, I I, I always struggle with this because football is such an utterly physical game. It is so mentally and physically draining that, you know, the guys standing on the sidelines or sitting in the booth calling it. Sometimes I, I, I feel like maybe they get too much of the credit. But I really feel like the way this defense, way McDonald put this defense together, is is pretty special. And so many individuals have gone to a, another level over the last two months, over the last four months since week one, from last year to this year, that he does have a huge part to do with this. And he has such an innate feel for their gifts, their athleticism, their strengths, and putting together packages of eleven individuals 
that get the job done, first down, second down, third down, fourth down. And it, it has been nothing short of master class. And, and he does disguise. And he does confuse. And sometimes he wins with outright aggression. And guys who are not talked about a whole lot, like an Arthur Millette, can go a long way to winning some of the biggest football games that you're going to play. And not everybody does that. And Steve Spagnuolo on the other side for the Kansas City Chiefs can do that same sort. He's got a lot of those same elements. So, yes, everybody who makes the playoffs is good, and I get that. And, look, D'Amico Ryans, he's great. Mm -hmm. But what some of these chess matches that we're going to see unfold are masters who are at the top of their form facing off. It's remarkable because you you go back to our thoughts on this defense back in August. And, heck, I remember doing some segments early on talking about Todd Munkin and and the Ravens offense. They they couldn't afford to be rusty. hit the ground running. Yeah, exactly, because Marlon Humphrey, he had to undergo surgery in the middle of training camp. Oh, my gosh, the cornerback depth, there's nothing there. Pass rush, you're going to have to make up the 15 sacks from Calais Campbell and Justin Houston. How the heck are they going to do that? And – I mean, this defense has obliterated all expectations. And, yes, Mike McDonald deserves a ton of credit. Eric DaCosta deserves a ton of credit with uh, bringing in the veterans on one-year deals like a Van Noy, Jadavion Clowney, Millette, Darby. I mean, everything is just really fit perfectly for this defense. Jason, are you surprised? I think McDonald interviewed with every team that had an opening, at, le- at least six of them, that he's, it doesn't look like he's going to get a job this cycle? Incredibly surprised. None of these young coordinators who haven't done the head coaching job before are more deserving and more worthy. Sometimes these teams have pinned themselves in a situation like Tennessee, like Carolina, where the owners are fools and they've convinced themselves it's got to be the head coach has to be my number one quarterback guy. So, you know, and then there's other teams that I think just didn't want to wait long enough and they don't they, they don't know how to really play the long game and they don't understand the difference between these candidates. And so they just pounce. Um, and I also think Mike McDonald, because of the brilliance he's had um, at the college level and the pro level now, he can be judicious. He doesn't have to leap. You know, Brian Callahan, if he didn't take a job this year, they might not come calling next year. Yeah. You know, like, no, McDonald, it's a whole different animal. And, and even if this defense isn't as great next year, I got news for you. If there's seven openings, and on average there are, at least five will want to talk to Mike McDonald. You don't worry that, like, well, Luan Arumo had a bunch of interviews a year ago but didn't seem to happen this year. Luan Arumo is, like, 15 years older than okay. that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, th- this is, this is I-, I believe, a little different. And I also think, you know, Luan Arumo's defense reached a point a couple of years ago where we knew one or both of the edge rushers might tail off. They lost both safeties in yeah. free agency, right? Their number one corner – Awuzie is coming off of a, a season-ending surgery. Yeah. You know, like this group, we think they're going to tag Matabike. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Hamilton and Stevens can't go anywhere if they wanted to. You know what I mean? Like this thing is is built, I think, a little more for the long haul. Coming up next year on the program, reminder: we're live here at the Fanduel Sportsbook Maryland Live Hotel and Casino. Ariel Epstein. It's a Friday. We get her best bets. She's from Points Bet. She's of course from MLB Network, NBA TV, and she joins us next here on the Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoops. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.